This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. Thank you for stopping by. Well, the prices of meat have continually to go up and other things during what's maybe inflation or just worker shortages. We're during the great we're in the great resignation, as people have dubbed it. We came across this article on Bloomberg talking about how meat prices are going to continue to rise mm. as there is a shortage of workers. They were offering a $3,000 bonus to people who would work in the meatpacking industry and people haven't really taken the bait. So at least for a while, meat prices should continue to rise. And that got me wondering, Ugh. what defines a bad job and i think it's different for everyone but like the things i kind of thought of is it physically demanding like it's it's really hard on your body or is it like maybe emotionally abusive you're in a white collar job and it's like not physically taxing on you but you're just dead at the end of the day emotionally or is it like you're embarrassed to tell your friends or family because society says that you should or shouldn't be doing it when I think of jobs in general, I think for me, what sounds like the worst possible job is being a lawyer. Hmm. But do you have a thought for you personally, like what would be the last thing you want to do? Yeah, I like the idea that it's different for every single person, right? Some people like so being a teacher, you have different responsibilities. But for some people, like dealing with parents would be the worst part about that job. But they like actually teaching kids. Mm -hmm. So not everybody has the perfect job. But for me, I used to work when I was a 13 year old, I worked at TJ Maxx and I hated, I hated dealing with customers. Mm -hmm. I also worked at Disneyland and I hated dealing with like people asking me where the bathroom was the whole time. So in both those instances, TJ Maxx, I became like the janitor and worked in the back and at Disneyland, I went to the strollers and assembled things in the back. So I didn't have to deal with people. Yeah. I mean, I don't like dealing with people either because people are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, I think one of the things, at least for me, that is difficult, and I think I've finally gotten through it, is like going down the path of what you should be doing or what is the right thing to do. Like going to college was never even a question. It's like you graduate high school and you go to college. Like I never even considered taking a gap year. Looking back on my life now, like maybe I should have taken a gap year. Like I'm, I'm happy with the way things turned out for me, but like accepting because i think a lot of people think it would be better to get an engineering degree to be a electrical engineer and design engineering system or sorry uh electrical systems than it is to be an electrician but having worked in the construction industry like this electrical engineer is making less than the electrician foreman hmm. but like through society or at least my prism like being the blue collar worker is less your less of a thing to be proud of, which like, I don't think is true now, but like growing up, I thought, oh, you need to be educated and have a better job, which is like kind of part of the reason blue collar jobs are having a hard time fielding workers. Yeah, I do. I, I completely agree with you. And I, I think to myself, like, wouldn't it be great if you were a mechanic, a car mechanic specifically, and you went to work and someone came in and my car's broken and you fixed their car and you love the process of taking things apart and putting them back together. And at the end, someone was like super appreciative that you fixed their car. So that mm. doesn't sound bad to me. Right. And I didn't think this is where the discussion would go. So I didn't pull it up. But I mean, I have read about um, 
having a sense of satisfaction and having a tangible result for your day's work, like people who can point to something when they're done with the day's work generally feel more satisfaction. So like you fix a car, you're like, Oh, here's the tangible result versus like you were, or your computer coder, you're deep in lines of code. And then at the end of the day, nothing's really changed. Or if you're working in HR, like you're kind of just, you're running on this treadmill that's not going anywhere. So I think being able to have something you can point to makes a big difference. Yeah. I was thinking about someone, one of the jobs I wrote, someone working on a factory line where you're just doing the same thing for eight hours a day. I could maybe do that if they let me listen to a podcast, but the monotony would eventually break me down. Yeah. And then that kind of gets back to my thought that it's different for everyone because like what is the purpose of having a job? Is it to define yourself? Is it to make money to fuel the rest of your life? Like if you have that factory line job or the job that you punch in and punch out, like if you're able to maximize the rest of your life outside of that, you'd never have to think about your factory line job when you're not there. And so like for some people, that's better than working a job where you're always on call or you're, you're, you're taking conference calls when you're on vacation. So, I mean, I don't even, I don't fully know what the answer is for me, but like, it's just kind of an interesting concept on what is the, the ideal and what is the worst possible job. My sources are telling me, and I can't completely confirm is that Trader Joe's working at Trader Joe's is a really good job. You get paid well, people. So like they're kind of sought after jobs, but I've been mm-hmm. noticing at Trader Joe's, the one thing you can't do is you can't ever be on your phone. So mm-hmm. like you're like, if you're working an eight hour shift, you get a break, you're going to be able to check it like right in the middle. But if you work at Trader Joe's, essentially you're going to be without technology for four years. So it sounds like a great job unless you're someone who has to check your phone all the time. I mean, I think also working in that retail or food service, you really can't check your phone that much. Like I'm thinking of what's also widely accepted as a good job is working or a high paying job and treated well is working at in and out. Hmm. Every in and out that I've ever been to has a constant flow of people. So there's no downtime to check your phone, which like there's an appeal of that to me because it feels like your day might go by faster because there's no downtime. You're just working and then you finish your day and you're exhausted. So there's that. Just once again, though, it comes back to like, if I had to flip burgers, do that's all I did for eight hours. That would, that once again, to me, that would be like, that's like the slow death of life. We just like the same thing. Once again, I feel like I'm a really fortunate guy. Some people need to do that and we need people to do that. So I should stop judging. But I mean, even looking at back to like, what's a bad job if you're flipping burgers, but you're making 200 grand a year. And it's, it's being like, can you divorce yourself? Like I had a friend when I was in my early twenties who got offered a new job and they were going to give him like a 30% raise and he declined it. He's like, there's no reason that they would be paying me that much more if the job doesn't suck. And like, he was smart enough to understand that. And I think that's kind of the, one of the things I'm getting at is like, if it is a terrible job, but it pays a lot is that worth taking? And what is the function of having a career or a job in, in your life? You know, where they were signing people up for world war two, people are having getting drafted into the army or whatever it would be. They would pay like an extra hundred bucks a month. If you became a paratrooper. So it was yeah. interesting. Kind of like I've been listening to band of brothers and like, well, I'm going to go to war. I might as well make an extra hundred bucks anyways and jump out of a plane. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I guess money can be this driving factor. I heard uh, 
his guy Grant Cordrone, I think is his name. He's kind of a, a billionaire influencer type, but he's like, if I gave you $10 million right now, you'd be stoked and you'd be really happy yes. through, through the rest of the day. But then if I said, you can't wake up tomorrow, <laughs> if you take this money, would you still take it? And that seems like a pretty clear cut answer of no, but are we willing to make that trade off of like, I don't really like this job, but I make, an, I make this much money. And so I'll let part of myself die inside. I don't really have an answer to it, but it's just like this meat packing thing seems like, Hey, I'm a butcher. I'm a meat packer. It's not something you, you would uh, go around and brag be like, Hey, my son, my daughter's a meat packer. That's great. Just to tie it up with you said lawyers have like the lowest job satisfaction and lawyers often turn around, and do something else. Mm -hmm. The one you landscape architects see something every day. They have some of the most highest job satisfaction. Yeah. I, I mean, I love that stuff. I could never design landscape, but I like looking at landscapes. Could you, if you came to my house, could you do some, uh, make my bushes into a Mickey mouse? Yeah. Uh, I bring Johnny Depp with me <laughs> and Tim Burton and have a little Edward Scissorhands going on. I think Tim Burton directed that. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows well if you want some landscaping advice please reach out you can find us at reposted podcast on facebook twitter or instagram i'm andrew for meatpack and larry saying thanks for stopping by